This is the Financial Compass with Matthew Brunner from Comprehensive Planning Associates. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Matthew provides his clients and prospects with the information that they need regarding social security, retirement income planning, wealth management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now here is Matthew Brunner to help you find your financial direction. Hello and welcome to the Financial Compass. My name is Matt Brunner from Comprehensive Planning Associates, LTD or Compass in Fairfield, Connecticut. If you'd like more information about what you hear during today's show, give us a call 800-339-9252 or you can visit us online at compass-ltd.com. While you're at the website, scroll on down to the radio section of the page. You can check out past shows. You can subscribe to the program on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. And please, folks, don't hesitate to reach out to us with questions, set up a face-to-face or virtual meeting, or even just suggest broad-range topics for future shows. Like a lot of other financial programs out there, our show talks a lot about 401k accounts. And I think there's really good reason for that. They're one of the foundational components of retirement for millions of people. In fact, there's a good chance that many of you out there listening right now have a 401k of your own. But how well do you truly understand your 401k? You know, part of your paycheck funnels into your 401k so that you have a better chance of having the kind of retirement you truly want. But do you understand the details that make it tick? The ins and outs of 401ks is the focus of today's show. But before we get things rolling with that topic, let me introduce my co-host, the man with the magical soundboard fingers, Tony Shore. Tony, how are you doing today? Oh, thank you. Thank you. Seriously. <laughs> thank you. Oh, isn't that great? That is great. The crowd, <laughs> you know, the crowd has always loved you, Tony. <laughs> well, yeah. Yeah. So to speak. So, um... I'm doing great. Thanks for asking. Thanks for having me on the show today. I think we're going to have a great one and I'm excited about it. Uh, you know, I think most of the people I know have 401ks, so I think this is going to be a great topic, but I will say I've been really busy and I know you've been busy. This is a busy time of year for you, right? Yeah. I mean, all year, all parts of the year are busy for different reasons, but sure. this is an extra busy time of the year for us. Get it, you know, in tax season. Yeah, that's true. So uh, let's not talk about taxes, right? <laughs> okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna get it out of the system right away. Um, your, your Christmas present finally arrived. So we're talking about 401ks, and you know yes. I think it's a good topic because a lot of people, you know, maybe have a basic understanding about 401ks, but when it comes to grasping all the moving parts, I think uh, a lot of people find it more challenging and maybe don't even know about a lot of the options with 401k. So how do you want to start us off on that topic today? Well, how about this? I'm going to try a segue here. If you don't understand your 401k, stay away from options trading in GameStop. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Uh, but that's moving on from there. Uh, there's a lot of, there's some important things to know about your 401k. So a lot of today's listeners, a lot of people today as a whole do have a basic understanding. Uh, and, but let's describe some of the things you really do want to know. In simple terms, 401k, it's a tax advantage retirement account that's typically provided by employers. An employee's contribution is automatically deducted from their paycheck 
And in many cases, the employer matches the employee's contribution up to a certain limit, depending on the type of contribution you're doing. Additionally, there are two types of 401ks. There's a traditional and a Roth, and their primary difference is in how they're taxed. So there's your there's the basics. There's the building blocks of the 401k. Well, yeah, and I think I know about that. I mean, the tax uh, implications of these retirement accounts. I mean, with a traditional 401k, contributions are made with pre-tax dollars, and the earnings don't become taxable until you start to take the money out. But with a Roth IRA, contributions are made after taxes, which means when you withdraw them, it's tax-free and it grows tax-free and even the gains are tax-free. Am I correct on that? Tony, I just want to say how happy I am to know that you've been listening all these years. (laughs) I do listen to you. That's why I ask your advice. So I am very proud of you. You get an A, a gold star. Wow. And uh, you get it. Double recess today for that one. That's that's Um, magical. (laughs) (laughs) There it is. Did did a magician just walk into the room? (laughs) Or a fairy. A fairy? Uh, Some mystical creature. Yeah, your answer was spot on. Another thing you want to note, though, is 401ks, the employer, I mean the employee, rather. Let's start that again. So the employee is responsible for choosing specific investments within their 401k from the roster of options their employer provides. And most plans are different, right? They're all, they're hosted by different people. They're on different platforms. So you probably have slightly different investment options. Generally, you'll choose from mutual funds or target date funds with a combination of stocks and bonds, and they'll have a risk allotment that's in harmony, hopefully with your expected retirement date. Right. Yeah, there you go. Uh, and I think that's really a good point. And most people probably know that their 401ks come with yearly contribution caps, but what can you tell us about those? Well, I, what, what I want to actually, I, I, I don't want to leave something hanging from the last one, and this may be too specific. You do want to make sure that these are lining up with your tolerances. The target date funds are the ones that generally line up with your expected retirement oh, yeah. date. Yep. Not all, that's not the best way to get the most out of your 401k in every situation or often very few situations, but it's what you're generally enrolled into. So I just want to close that out. Now, um, the, the contribution caps, so the max contribution amount you're going to, you can put into your 401k. It's adjusted generally as needed for inflation. In 2021, the employee contribution is going to be $19,500 for the year. Uh, for that's for people under 50, it'll be $26,000 for those 50 and older. The reason for that is called the catch-up contribution. So if you're a little older, they allow you to put a little bit more in because you started later. Um, If you receive an employer contribution or if you choose to make additional non-deductible after-tax contributions to your traditional 401k, the max employee-employer contribution for anyone under 50 in 2021 is 58,000 or 100% of your salary, whichever smaller. If you're 50 or older in 2021, that limit trends north of, to about 64, it's not about, it's $64,500. Uh, when it comes to an employer match, formulas do vary from company to company. There's a, there's some more popular ones. A common formula is a match of 50 cents for every dollar an employee contributes up to a predetermined percentage of the employee's salary. And a really good rule of thumb for 401ks, contribute at least the amount that will trigger your full employer contribution. Well, and making sure you're properly managing and maximizing your 401k is a great reason to 
work with someone like yourself, Matt, a financial professional, and have them on your team. And I'm curious if your employer offers both the traditional 401k that we're all used to, and then the Roth 401k, could you contribute to both? Are you talking me specifically? Yes. Come on. Come on. I was giving you a chance for the rim shot there. Oh. Uh, no, I'm there sorry. You go. Too late. <laughs> no. uh, yes, you can. Uh, you can You have to do note this. Your total contributions to the two accounts can't exceed the max for one of the accounts. That's 19500 this year for people under 50. So um, you also want to note employer contributions can only be earmarked for traditional 401ks and not Roth 401ks. That's kind of what I alluded to in the beginning. You want to get that employer contribution, but gen- that has to be for traditional side on the employer side. Sure. And I think that's a critical point for anybody thinking about maybe splitting their money between the traditional 401k and a Roth 401k. Uh, you want to make sure you're getting the match in your traditional and then uh, fund the Roth. But what can you tell us about withdrawals? I think that's a big question. A lot of people have, what if I want to take money out of my 401k? What do we need to know about that? Well, you should know first and foremost, There, what I'm going to tell you is this, plan better. Okay. That's number one. Now, maybe, maybe there's been a series of unforeseen events and you're going to have to take some money out of your 401k, or you have to think about it. What you want, what you really want to consider any of your retirement accounts are for retirement. They're not short-term savings accounts. Uh, but the most important thing to remember, once your money's in your 401k, it's, it could be a big task or there's penalties and issues about getting it out. Have enough money set aside for emergencies or things you may need or want before you retire. Like I said, plan well, and it shouldn't be an issue. Don't put the entirety of your savings into the 401k. Make sure you have an emergency fund put aside first. Reserve some in an easier to access rainy day fund, emergency fund, whatever you want to call it, where you won't have to pay substantial early withdrawal penalties. A good rule of thumb is to, you know, insure against the probability of what's going to go wrong so you can afford to invest in the possibility of what's going to go right. Ah, I like right? it. So, so that's, that's why you want to have, you know, insurance. That's why you want to have emergency funds. So those big debts, if you have other obligations, you want to make sure those are covered and then invest in that future. You want to make sure your data is covered before you, you know, if you have to pull this money out, you're going to get penalized. Sure. And how hefty can those penalties be? I shouldn't say you're going to. It depends on when yeah. you do it. If you're traditional or Roth, you let's let's so let's talk about. If you must be at least 59 and a half. In some cases, you could be 55. So if you try and take the money out before that, you're likely going to be facing some uh, at least an extra 10 percent early distribution penalty on top of the other taxes you're going to owe. Uh, there are other circumstances where penalties don't apply, so it's important to understand all the rules, though. Well, I would imagine. And and there's a lot more to it than I think a lot of people think, obviously, as we talk here. And, uh, you know, this has been a great discussion. Let's keep it going. I mean, I'm excited for this conversation. Uh, what do you have for us next? Okay. You know, like I said before, like, I don't want to dig down into every little reason. If you think you're going to do it, talk with your advisor. If you have a 401k, talk to the rep on your 401k plan. If your company doesn't know who the rep for your 401k plan is, give us a call. And, you know, either we can help rep your 401k or we can help discuss what your options are. Sure. In there. Um, so the next thing I want to talk about, uh, let's talk about this. Uh, we were talking about some of the things that we need to 
uh, worry about in these earlier distributions. Now, how about uh, required minimum distributions? Ah. RMDs. People have heard about those before. RMDs, so, yeah. Yeah, let's talk about this. Both traditional and Roth 401ks are subject to RMDs that your financial strategy should address. Now, they're not subject in the same way, but once you've reached age 72, you're required to withdraw a percentage of your retirement account using IRS tables that are based on your life expectancy. And it's essentially because of this. You haven't paid taxes on that qualified money and Uncle Sam wants his piece, right? So you want to make, you're gonna have to take some out. If you're not, uh, if you're still working, and your 401ks with your current employer, it's possible you may not have to take the RMDs from that 401k, uh, but you want to make sure that if you need to, they're coming out, and two, any of those traditional ones, they are going to come due with some taxes eventually because you haven't paid taxes yet, and Uncle Sam is waiting. Oh, yeah. Well, that's great information, Matt. And earlier in the show, you mentioned the differences between traditional and Roth 401ks. But can you also talk about what you see as some of the pluses and minuses of them? Sure. Let's uh, again, we're going to talk in some generalities here. But if you expect to be in a lower tax bracket after you retire, you may want to stick with the traditional 401k. That way you can utilize tax breaks immediately. Uh, on the other side of that coin, if it's likely you're going to be in a higher tax bracket after you're done working, the Roth 401k might be the ticket because it may help you avoid some taxes later in life. For example, if if you're early in your career and your salary is still in the entry level range, Roth might be a really strong move because your salary is going to rise as you grow your career. Okay, so uh, I now I now I think it's time to get one of, to one of the biggest questions when it comes to four hundred one k's, and that is, what should a person do with a four hundred one k when they leave their job? Oh yes, there there that is a great question. The so what do you do when you switch employers? Uh, or you've left your job totally. It's something that countless Americans are going to face at some point during the working life. Uh, I think a lot of workers may be confronted with this dilemma actually multiple times before they retire. And I say dilemma because it really can be for a lot of people. And I've seen it be a dilemma for a lot of people. Right. Essentially, you have four options. Withdraw the money, roll over your 401k into an IRA, leave it with your old employer, or move it to your new employer. Uh, like most things in our financial lives, there's advantages and drawbacks to each of these options, and there's no r one right answer for any one person. There might not even be the w one right answer for any person as they go through their career. It can change situation to situation. Right. And so many people nowadays have uh, so many jobs during their careers. It's not like back in the day when you'd stay with the same job for 40 years and 50 years and retire and get the mm -hmm. gold watch. That doesn't happen anymore, typically. So uh, I think that's great. I think we'd benefit if you could just give us a quick rundown of each of those four options in a little more detail. Sure, sure. Uh, let's start with withdrawing the money. So let's be blunt with this one. It's usually a really bad idea to go this route if you're younger than 59 and a half, unless you're really in a bind with something that's a true emergency. Like I said, we've had multiple points of failure on our plan and you, you, all your other emergency accounts are, are tapped. Remember, the money's going to be taxable in the year where you would draw it. You could also potentially be hit with an extra 10% early distribution tax if you're younger than 59 and a half. So unless you qualify for one of the IRS stipulations that would give you an exception, such as a permanent disability, you know, you, you want to make sure you're not doing that. There's also an exception if you separate from service from your job after age 55. That only applies to 401k for the employer you just left. But remember, 
if you're in a situation where you need to withdraw your 401k money and you've done these other things and now at the neck at the beginning of the next year you're going to have uh you're going to have earnings penalties and 10% penalties on the money you better make sure you are doing some serious emergency planning in that next year or you're going to be slapped with a tax bill and some other things that you're not going to be able to afford shortly after not being able to afford to do this. Well yeah, our right? retirement so, accounts are for retirement. And yes, so, so if you're if you're under <laughs> 60, you don't want to mess with it. I mean, yeah, it, I, I get it if it's a last resort, but you really want to make it a last resort. Yeah. So and with Roth 401ks, though, your contributions can be withdrawn tax free and without a penalty. But bear in mind, the earnings are taxable if you're younger than 59 and a half. And those can also be subject to that 10 percent early withdrawal penalty if you do it before 59 and a half, even though it's wow. the Roth. It's yeah. too early. Well, you've certainly made a strong case for only withdrawing the money when you leave a job as a last resort. So why don't you tell us about rolling your 401k into an IRA when you leave a job? I've heard that's a good option. Well, it, it can be. It's not an automatic. You want to be careful. The, I, I often give red flags. If the first thing a new advisor you meet, there's going to be a lot of people in this situation in this next year or two or three, right? With everything yeah, that's going on. Sure. Some A lot of people changing jobs, changing careers, uh, maybe being done for good. If the first thing your the advisor says is, oh, let's take that 401k and put it into an IRA, that's just a little a little flag, right? You want to get the plan done first. Maybe it's best suited in an IRA, maybe it's not. That decision is going to be based on your circumstance, not theirs. So remember, this is a good idea. It can be, but it's not always the best idea. Moving your money into an IRA, you may, may be able to avoid getting hit with taxes right away. You also maintain your account's tax advantage status. And another potential benefit is that an IRA typically gives you more investment options than your employer plan does. So there can be those pluses. Um, it has significant rules for rollover. So you may want to work with a advisor who can help you navigate those. Also, your 401k money must be rolled over within 60 days of the withdrawal to avoid the taxes and penalties. Okay. So you, good point. Whenever possible, do a direct rollover. Yeah. Good point. And if you did a direct into an IRA uh, with that 401k from an old job, whether it's because you quit, you were fired or you retired or laid off, um, if you move it into an IRA, it sounds like that option might give you some more control though. But what can you tell us about leaving the 401k with an old employer? Is is okay, that something yeah. you'd ever recommend? Well, again, it's it depends. I am a big fan of not having a ton of old accounts scattered all over the world. Well, right? Some so people you wanna, forget about them. Yeah. So it's that can be one of the bad parts about leaving with an old employer is all of a sudden, and as silly as it sounds, people forgot that they have $64,000 in savings somewhere, $128,000 in savings, you know, whatever it is. I don't know why I just doubled 64, but, um, <laughs> that's that, that can, Math. that can be possible. You don't want to have to go looking for it later on. So it's good to have money consolidated whenever possible. Now, maybe you had a great 401k with your old employer. You don't have such a good one in the new one and you can still keep it in the old one. Then maybe it makes sense, but only with some good tracking. Now, often, uh, employers will allow former employees to keep their 401ks in their old plans. You can't continue making contributions after they left the company. So it's not like you can continue to get those benefits of the match and such in that old one. But in a lot of cases, if you also, if you have less than 5,000 in your 401k, your former employer may make you move your money, uh, because the administration of it on, on your behalf, may be just costing them more money than it's worth to keep them in the plan. So again, this is specific. So 
I don't recommend leaving a trail of old 401ks around. You may leave it in for a certain period of time. Maybe you've reached your max rollover for the year or something like that because you had too many out there. But let's just, again, specific, your unique situation, pluses and minuses to each. You may, uh, you don't want to leave it in a plan that's that's not any good. But if you have, if you need to leave it there in a plan that's really functioning well for you with a lot of options, maybe it doesn't hurt to leave it there for a shorter period of time while you find the next best step to take. Hmm, that's good advice. And now what about the fourth option, moving it to the new employer, just moving your old mm-hmm. 401k from the old employer to the new one? So this one you want to take in respect to, is this a good rollover time? Do I want to put into an IRA? Do I want to bring it into the new 401k? Depending on your relationship with your employer, bringing significant uh, assets from an old 401k into their 401k may help improve their 401k plan. So you want to, again, but it's, it's your best interest. You don't need to worry so much always about that their situation, right? You may be able to move it into the new plan. Uh, would like like with the IRA rollover, it can help keep the account the accounts tax deferred status. You can avoid getting hit with some of those taxes. Going that route also means much of the rollover works left to the new plan's administrator, so that can be helpful as well. Uh, but again, each one of these things comes with pluses and minuses. Guessing at it is not the best policy. And even just what's in your 401k, we talk about the 401k as a tool a lot. You probably have other investments or hopefully you're working on other investments outside of that because you've hit your maximum contribution limits on some of these things. You want to be managing these all together so that you don't have inefficiencies, overlaps, other redundancies inside both accounts working against each other. Yeah. Well, uh, wow. I'm glad you went into each of those four because that's a question a lot of people have. And I know there's, you know, we could go on for days about 401ks and retirement accounts, and we'll cover more in future shows, but we're out of time for this show, Matt. Why don't you let our listeners know how they can get a hold of you and and set up that complimentary, no cost, no obligation consultation, or just sit down with you and ask about their 401k and what they can be doing with it. Absolutely. A lot of these are hitting our plate right now. A lot of people are changing jobs, leaving their current job because of what's going on. Maybe they were laid off. This is, and I can't tell you how many people can either get confused or make missteps in this process. It really helps to have an advisor on your side during this process. If you want to take advantage of a complimentary consultation, it's super simple. Give us a call or get us online. You can call us 800-339-9252. You can visit us on our website at compass-ltd.com. There's no cost. There's no obligation to that initial consultation. Uh, Maybe we can help answer all the questions you're going to have and you can move on from there. Or maybe you're going to like what we offer you and you're going to want to do business with us moving into the future. Either way, the initial visit's complimentary. All right. Thanks, Matt. Great show today. And listeners, that does it for today's episode of The Financial Compass with our host, Matt Brunner. I think you way underutilized that soundboard. (laughs) Thank you for listening to The Financial Compass. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound retirement plan. For more information, please contact Matthew Brunner at Comprehensive Planning Associates. Call 800-339-9252. 
or visit their website at compass-ltd.com. All matters discussed during this show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation. Insurance products and services, fee-based financial planning, and investment advisory services are offered by Comprehensive Planning Associates, LTD. Compass, a registered investment advisor in the state of Connecticut. Securities are offered by Gretchen Brunner and Matthew Brunner through Gradient Securities, LLC, Arden Hills, Minnesota, 866-991-1539. Member FINRA, SIPC. Comprehensive Planning Associates, LTD, Compass, and Gradient Securities, LLC are not affiliated companies. Gradient Securities, LLC, and Comprehensive Planning Associates, LTD, Compass are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any government agency. Please refrain from posting reviews of your experience as this may be considered testimonials and are prohibited by the Securities and Exchange Commission, SEC. Like should not be considered a positive reflection of the investment advisor services offered by Gradient Securities LLC, GS, and or their investment advisor representatives.